Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. Come on, let's praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. While you're putting those blessed hands together, let's praise God for the tabernacle of praise, church sanctuary choir. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. Hallelujah. But I feel the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. And it's just right that when the presence of the Lord is here, that we would acknowledge that we would bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just because it's pandemic doesn't mean that we should act pandemic. Hallelujah. This thing has been going on for seven or eight months. Would you just turn to somebody close enough to hear you and just tell them you're still here? Yeah, 215,000 Americans have transitioned out of here, but you're still here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know what you had going on. I don't know if it was the Lord or what it was. I don't know if it was blood sprinkled over the front door. But the death angel has passed over you. And you're here. You have a voice. You have strength in your body. You ought to give God a praise. Hallelujah. 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 Let me just testify for somebody that doesn't have a mask on or that has a mask on. Hallelujah. The enemy, if he had his way, he would have taken you out. I said if he had his way. But God is the joy and the strength of our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he kept on telling the devil, hallelujah, stay your hand. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I still got work for him to do. I still got a blessing in store for her. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I made a promise to somebody. And I need to keep my promise. And so you're still here. And it's by the grace of Almighty God. Hallelujah. While you're standing, let me pray. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, I honor you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your goodness, your loving kindness, your tender mercy. God, we thank you, Lord, for the presence of God. Hallelujah. In this building, in the, and through the airways right now. God, we ask that you'll continue your hand that's good uh, upon each and every one. Hallelujah. In this hour, God, I'm believing. I'm trusting you, oh God. Hallelujah. That in spite of our circumstance, hallelujah, you want to show yourself strong. And we pray, God, hallelujah, that faith would be employed on this day. God, so that it might be able to release the miracle 
the blessing that you have in store for someone in the name of Jesus. We just believe that you're going to do it, oh God. We're just believing that if we apply just mustard seed type like faith, God, that you're going to, hallelujah, show us as we have often said, hallelujah, mighty things, extraordinary things, God, that we know not. And so we give you glory and honor, hallelujah, in advance for what you're going to do. Hallelujah, we praise you for what you're doing right now. Hallelujah, eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. It hasn't entered into the hearts of men. God, the blessings that you have in store for them that love you. And so we thank you, God, in advance for what you're doing and for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen. Would you remain standing for the reading of God's word from the book of Acts chapter 14, beginning at verse 8 and reading through verse 15. It reads thusly, and there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being crippled from his mother's womb, who never had walked. And the same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. And when the people saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices, saying in the speech of, like, of Lyconia, the gods are come down to us in the likeness of men. And they called Barnabas Jupiter and Paul Mercurius because he was the chief speaker. Then the priest of Juniper, Juniper which uh, was uh, before their city, brought oxen and garlands unto the gates and would have done sacrifice with the people, which when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of, they rent their clothes and ran in among the peoples, crying out and saying, Sirs, why do ye these things? We also are men of like passion with you and preach unto you that ye should turn from these vanities unto the living God which made heaven and earth and the sea and all things that are therein. The word of the Lord is blessed. Just before you take your seat, would you just turn to somebody that perhaps could hear you and just tell them God is going to do the extraordinary. You may have your seats. God is going to do the extraordinary. I'm not sure who this is for. I had prepared something totally different, but on Friday night, early Saturday morning, hallelujah, God evidently woke me up. I thought it was just one of those restroom breaks, but, but God just dropped this into uh, my spirit. And I thought that maybe it was something that I ate, but I hadn't eaten anything. 
And so I had to understand and know that God wanted to communicate to someone that in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of whatever it is that you're going through, hallelujah, God is going to do the extraordinary. I want to start out by saying to you that God is going to do something extraordinary, but he'll do it for believers. He'll do it for those that have faith in his ability. But you have to have faith to believe that it's not that just God wants to do something ordinary, but that God wants to do something extraordinary. And we mostly believe that God is into the extraordinary, but it becomes difficult for us to have faith to believe that God wants to do it for us. And me saying that, or the word saying that, is not enough. There must be faith employed on your side. You have to believe that people who come into a service like this or believing God for the extraordinary. People who come, hallelujah, by way of live stream or whatever the other platforms are, they come expecting that God is going to do something different, hallelujah, out of the ordinary, hallelujah, because there's, these are not ordinary times in which we live. You have to believe, glory to God, that our coming to receive ordinary things hallelujah, is not enough. Well, let me just talk about me. Uh, I don't come to church to receive the ordinary. If I was just going to receive the ordinary, I could stay at home and receive the ordinary. I wouldn't bother God over the ordinary because God has promised, hallelujah, and have already established that he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. But because I'm living in an extraordinary time, hallelujah, I need for God, to, hallelujah, to demonstrate himself in an extraordinary way. God wants to engage us, hallelujah, in not just the ordinary, but God wants to do something special for something. He wants to go out of the norm. He wants to do something that's unexpected because, uh, hallelujah, we're living in a time when, when we need for God uh, to do more than he's done before. If you believe that, just shout more. Say it again more. I, I, I just believe that today I'm talking to somebody that's hungry for God, uh, that's thirsty for more. Hallelujah. That's feeling the weight uh, of, of, of what it is that we're going through. Glory to God. And so that, that's the group that I want to preach to today. I want to preach to a people that's ravenous and hungry and radical, uh, glory to God, that they want more out of their lives than just what is ordinary. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I may not, and I'm just talking about me, I may not have more days. I may not have more months or more years. I may not have more time. I'm not asking God, hallelujah, to give me more time. I'm just asking God to help me make the best of the time that I have. Glory to God. Help me to get more day out of my day, more week out of my week, more year out of my year. 
I'm not trying to bargain with God that I might get a 10, 15, 20 year extension on my life. God has been good to me, but I realize that God has more in store for me. God has more in store for you. I just want to make sure that in the time that I have left, that I get the maximum out of every effort that I put forth. That I want to be able to extract everything out of this life that God has for me. Glory to God. Uh, hallelujah. And so that's the reason uh, that we actually have ministry. That's the reason uh, that I believe God sent us to preach. Uh, hallelujah. That's the reason that, that God wants us to embrace the things of God. The word of God, understanding that eternal life belongs to me because I'm a believer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I realize and know that my hope is built on Jesus Christ and his blood. I'm anchored in him. I believe God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I know that my name is already written in the Lamb's book of life, but I'm not there yet. I'm still here. Glory to God. And I want to know uh, that I still serve a God uh, that, at, uh, that at various times is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I can ask or think. And so when we look into this passage of scripture, we have to understand that Paul and Barnabas have come to Lystra. And Paul is ministering there much like I am ministering right now. And while he is ministering, there is a man that's lame in the crowd and he catches Paul's attention and Paul perceives that this man has great faith. The lame man is afflicted in such a way that he's incapacitated in his feet and he cannot walk. As a matter of fact, the scripture says that he has never walked. And the Bible says that as Paul was preaching, he looked upon him and perceived that he had faith enough to be healed. And the question becomes, do you have faith enough, hallelujah, to believe God what it is that you're expecting him to do? Now, this is important because I'm going to talk to you about extraordinary things that God would want to do in somebody's life. And it is not that Paul looked upon this man and said to, within himself, oh my God, his condition is so bad. This man needs a healing. No, that's not it at all. Let me explain the statement here because it's significant. See, most people believe in life that if things get bad enough, that God will feel sorry for you and will just, just heal you or bless you because you're looking so bad. But that's not exactly how it happens with God because there are a lot of people in trouble and not everybody gets out of trouble. Everybody's got something going on. Hallelujah. But, but the only way that we know that we gain God's attention uh, is because the Bible said that the just shall live by faith. That without faith it's impossible to please God. And so what Paul saw, Paul saw faith in this man. 
And God is looking because he wants to do something extraordinary in your life. But the extraordinary in your life is going to take faith in Almighty God. And it was on this premise of this man's faith that Paul speaks to him. And someone will ask, how did he know that the man had this kind of faith? I realized that it had to be spiritually discerned. But you have to believe what the word of the Lord says. And that is that faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God. And not just acknowledging that there's an audible sound with God's name on it. But, but it really means that you have internalized the word. Hallelujah. The word has not just come through your ability to hear. But it's got down in your heart. And you believe. You are convinced. You're convicted by the word of God. That God is going to do what he says. And that is what good ministry does. Good ministry, hallelujah, challenges you through the word of God to believe something that your circumstances said you shouldn't be able to believe in. I don't see, uh, glory to God, uh, hallelujah, that kind of need uh, or that kind of faith always. See, what I need, uh, because I've got faith in God, uh, I don't need for anybody to pacify me in my pain. Uh, hallelujah, glory to God. Uh, I don't need uh, anybody to comfort me in my chaos. I don't want you to feel sorry for me, hallelujah, just because I'm going through a crisis. I need somebody that will challenge me and say, stand up, get back up when life knocks you down. And so Paul looks on this man and without being polite or sympathetic or trying to understand his plight, he says to the man, stand up on your feet. And a miracle of miracles took place. The Bible says that the man leaped up and began walking. Now, I want you to understand that, that God is going to do something extraordinary in somebody's life. God is going to do something that boggles the mind, that doesn't make any sense. God is going to reach into somebody's life and do the unexpected. Hallelujah. Just because uh, you have faith. And, and, I, I, and I wish that we had an opportunity for a few people in this room to be able to give uh, their testimony uh, and tell you uh, exactly how good God is. Uh, that God can take you, uh, hallelujah, from not enough uh, to more than enough. Uh, that God can take you uh, from the depths of despair to the ecstasy of, uh, of a holy God. Hallelujah. If I gave them the mic, they would preach to you uh, that I thought, uh, glory to God, uh, that I would never get out. I thought uh, that where I was was where, was where I would always be. Uh, but one day uh, when I wasn't even looking, God came through for me. 
there are people in this room, people that are viewing by way of live stream, that are living testimonies of what I am talking about. They are testimonies of the fact that God can do the extraordinary in your life. Hallelujah. I mean personal things, deeply chaotic, conflicting things, things that, that they couldn't fix, things that they couldn't understand. They just resorted to, to prayer and having faith and turning to God's word and said, God, this is what you said. Hallelujah. If I believe this, that I could receive it. And God in his infant mercy, hallelujah, challenge them. Glory to God. Say, just have faith in me. Hallelujah. Have confidence in my word. Yes, Lord. There are people right now who are working because God did the miraculous in their life. They're in relationships that they thought they'd never be able to salvage because God did the extraordinary. Hallelujah. There are people that are in sound mind right now. Glory to God because God came in like a rushing mighty wind and settled their mind, settled their thoughts. Hallelujah. Rebuked habits in the name of Jesus. They overcame enemies. They defeated low self-esteem. They should have been dead a long time ago. But they're here and they're blessing God because of an extraordinary experience from God. Somebody ought to give God a praise in the house uh, right now. You ought to praise him uh, right where you are uh, for the extraordinary. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. And I thought that this is a powerful point that the Lord healed this man. Everybody knew that he was lame. It wasn't a secret. Hallelujah. This man's condition was of such nature that his issue had gone public. It's one thing to have a private issue. Hallelujah. But it's another thing when your issue goes public and everybody knows that you're in trouble. Everybody knows, hallelujah, that you've been afflicted. Everybody knows. That you've got this thing going on uh, in your life. Uh, hallelujah. Your issue has gone uh, viral. Yes, Lord. This man had a public problem. And the Lord healed them. Healed him. Hallelujah. And I thought to myself, uh, what you did, God, was extraordinary. And when I begin to look at this thing and just allow it to marinate in my spirit, God said, look a little deeper. What do you see? And I said, I see a man that was lame in a crowd. And Paul spoke a word to him and he was healed and he leaped up and walked. And the Lord said, read the text again. The text doesn't say that he couldn't walk. What the text states is that he never walked. See, it's one thing to live a portion of your life 
hallelujah, and suffer an injury and you can't walk. But it's different. It's a different thing. Glory to God, because you still need to be healed. And perhaps you still need to go through rehabilitation because you have walked before. And so when you're going through the rehabilitation, you remember what it means to be able to walk. And so your rehabilitation uh, doesn't take quite as long. You have to go through months of therapy, naturally training, neurological, training those neurological systems. Your brain has to sort of be reconstructed and so forth in such a way so that your mobility and all your senses come back to you and line themselves up. And so you know what it's like. Hallelujah. Glory to God when God does something like that, that that's extraordinary. But what do you do? When you have never walked. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You, I, I got happy right there. I did not know that I, some of you have missed it. Uh, glory to God. But can you imagine the kind of, of extraordinary thing that takes place when the Bible said he had never walked. Uh, and when Paul was preaching, uh, the man leaped up uh, and began to walk. What God does and perhaps what God is getting ready to do for somebody, hallelujah, in this house uh, uh, that is watching by way of, of live stream or whatever, that God is what he's going to do. He's going to do it in a flash. I don't know who I'm talking to, but this time around, uh, it's not going to be 12 steps. It's not going to be 10 steps, 7 steps, or 5 steps. Just one step. God is going to speak it uh, over your life uh, and you're going to experience something extraordinary. I wish I had somebody in here that knows uh, what it's like to be blessed uh, in an area of your life and it didn't take forever. Uh, seemed like God did it suddenly. God said, get up. And all of a sudden you just had the ability to start moving out in God reminded me that there are people that are gifted in certain areas that never had training but because God uh, in an extraordinary way gave them an extraordinary gift they just have it uh, hallelujah glory to God there are people uh, who came from dysfunctional families uh, hallelujah and they are functional uh, they are leading functional families uh, and they've never had counseling uh, it's because God uh, did an extraordinary thing in their life the odds were against somebody's marriage. Hallelujah. And some of you thought, uh, hallelujah, glory to God, uh, that you would just end up being another statistic uh, along the way. Uh, but all of a sudden, uh, God, uh, hallelujah, did something miraculous, uh, did something extraordinary. Uh, and you fell in love uh, all over again. Uh, hallelujah. Now you have a testimony of what God can do. Is there anybody in here that against all odds who had everything going against you uh, did not come from good stock? Uh, hallelujah. Not everything was lined up just right. Uh, you have a chaotic past, uh, but God, somebody say, but God, yeah, raised you up, uh, started you walking uh, in the grace and the power of Almighty God. And now you're here. Hallelujah. You're giving God the praise for it. 
just touch them, just wave at somebody and tell them uh, what happened to me was extraordinary. Yeah, what God did uh, in my life that was extraordinary. Uh, hallelujah. What God did in my career uh, that was extraordinary. Uh, glory to God. Uh, you can't imagine what I've been through in order to get here. Uh, hallelujah. It was extraordinary. Uh, yes, Lord. Uh, just me being here today. Uh, hallelujah. When I think about how far uh, God had to bring me uh, just to get me right here, uh, that's extraordinary. And since we're being open and transparent and naked before God, let me say to the people that have never heard uh, your real testimony. I say there are some people in here who haven't given their real testimony. They, you've heard that I give, uh, give honor to God and to uh, who's the head of my life and you've gone through all the protocols and you thank God for how he blessed you and kept you and how well all he's done and I thank God, pray my strength in the Lord but, but, but there are some people glory to God that are, you are sitting near and next to uh, God brought them through hell and high water. You would never know uh, how great the power of God is uh, until uh, you researched how far they've come. The old folks used to sing a song. Look where he brought me from. Just look where he brought me from. Somebody hit memory recall right quick and just remember just where God had brought you from. Brought me out of darkness into this marvelous light. Look where he brought me from. Hallelujah. I feel something in here. I just, I, I wish I could have church. Uh, I, I know this pandemic has kind of gotten in the way and everybody think, uh, hallelujah, I can't just let go and let God. Uh, hallelujah. But the God that has kept us this far uh, is the same God uh, that we should be praising and magnifying. Hallelujah. I'm bringing my sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. I don't know about you. Glory to God. I wasn't sure whether or not you were ready to praise God. Hallelujah. But I feel something on the inside when I look back over my life and I think things over. I can truly say I've been blessed. God's done some extraordinary things in my life. Hallelujah. 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 I know that you would never think in your mind that, that, uh, that, that, that we would do things out of the ordinary. Uh, but, but, but God is... is not just in the business of honoring ordinary people. Glory to God. And, and I believe that we should honor people. We should give honor to whom honor is due. Glory to God. But I thank God that it's, it's God that has done what he's done. Because the, 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 
the, the passage of scripture here says that after Paul had spoke to the lame man and the lame man began walking, those that were around in that particular city who were a heathenistic people of that day saw the apostle speak to the lame man until he had received an extraordinary miracle. And they didn't know what to think. And they said among themselves that these men must be gods among us that have been sent down from heaven. So let's offer up some sacrifice unto them and honor them as they were gods. Paul says to him, to them, when they find out about it, because you know we live in a generation now, amen, where we make gods out of people. And just because you can run real good and you can jump real high, you know, and have, all, have more moves than, than, than Jello, we will, we will make a god out of you. But the thing about us making gods out of people is one day you're our God. We will build you up. And then the next day we will tear you down. Because we make sport sometimes of raising people up just to see them fall. We sort of make sport of it. And so when Paul and Barnabas found out what these men were thinking, they rushed down to them and the Bible says that they rent their clothes and said, no, you will not make gods out of us. Paul and Barnabas knew that eventually if they allowed these men to build them up, once they found out that they was just normal and ordinary, then they would seek to kill them. As it was then, so it is today. And they speak this phrase to those men. And I want to make sure that we understand it today. Paul says that he told them that we are men of like passion as are you. And the point that needs to be made here is that Paul performed an extraordinary miracle. But he insisted on being an ordinary person. And I need to bring this up because the miracle is not that the lame man got healed. The miracle is that God used an ordinary person to perform an extraordinary feat. Why is that important to you? Because for too many of us, as long as we come to church... And long as we go anywhere else and engage in any other kind of activity, for many of us, we think that God only uses certain people. That he has some very special people that he appoints and anoints and so forth and so on. Glory to God. And so it gives you license not to believe God, not to think that you can employ the kind of faith that these men had and be used by God. And so you assume that God would never use you in such a way and so you don't even try. 
But when the special people say, I'm just like you. And if God uses me, then God can use you too. See, the missing message in the miracle is not that there are extraordinary people because, the, as a matter of fact, there are no extraordinary people. The difference between some people and other people is that there are some uh, ordinary people that do not allow their ordinariness, if you'll allow me to insert a word like that, stop them from engaging in extraordinary activity. There are some people who can believe God for anything. There are just some people that have ridiculous faith. And that's why you can't tell everybody what you're believing God for. Because God is allowing you to exercise your faith for the extraordinary. And if you go around and start telling people everything that you believe that God is trying to do for you, some of them will start praying against you and try to talk you out of what God is trying to do in your life. Because they will look at your ordinariness and say, how in the world did you think you were going to be able to do something like this because of who you are? That's why I believe God. Because I believe that God uses ordinary people. Where are all the ordinary people? Just raise your hand if you can classify yourself as ordinary. See how many people that God, hallelujah, can use and that God is going to use. And I would suggest to you that if God has used you in a profound way, don't let success change you. Let me get you ready for this because God is getting ready to do something extraordinary in somebody's life and no matter how God operates in your life you don't ever want to lose your ordinariness because God gets the glory when you allow him to be the real star and as long as you remain ordinary and have faith in God God is going to do extraordinary things in your life See, that's the message that God wants to convey here on today, that there are no extraordinary people, but we serve an extraordinary God. The God that's so extraordinary that he can take an ordinary person, hallelujah, fill them with his spirit, give them, hallelujah, mustard seed faith, and then perform, hallelujah, extraordinary feats through them. Can all the ordinary people, because we've gotten quiet now, and I'm almost done. But can all the ordinary people just start giving God some praise? Yeah. 
praise him. Just begin to praise God. And just say, I know I'm ordinary, but God is going to bless me. I know I'm ordinary, but God is going to use me. I've messed up in the past, but God uses uh, ordinary people. I, 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 I've done some things that I'm not, hallelujah, proud of, but I praise God uh, that he looks beyond my fault, uh, hallelujah, and sees the faith that I have in him. And I know that if God be for me, that he's more than the entire world against me. The Bible declares that because Paul allowed himself to be used by God and declared that he was just an ordinary person, that God got the miraculous out of his life. I want to say one thing before, before I close and pray to somebody that is going to be used extraordinarily by God, who God is going to do something extraordinary for, that once God does something extraordinary in your life, you can expect the enemy to come with an extraordinary attack. We didn't read it. But the Bible says that there were some people that came down from Iconium that saw how God was using Paul and began to talk against him and convince the people that he was not really being used by God, but was just a counterfeit. And so you're going to come under an extreme attack. And the Bible says that they began to stone him. Let me give some context to stoning. This is not like being shot with a spear. This is not like being shot with an arrow or plunge with a spear shot like an arrow. When that kind of thing happened, you die Elder Brown suddenly, quickly. But when you're being stoned, and, and the analogy that I'll draw from this, and somebody will be able to appreciate this, is that when, when you're being stoned, it, you don't just pass out all at once. It's like one stone after another stone one issue after another issue before you can get your hands wrapped around this problem here comes another problem does anybody know what I'm talking about you can't fix one thing before here comes something else and it's trying to take you out and the Bible says here about Paul they stoned him so until he passed out and they thought that he was dead they drug him out of town and left him for dead. And some of his friends came around. You know how it is. And I would imagine if you allow me to use my imagination, they were trying to get ready to figure out how they were going to give him a funeral. 
Who was going to sing the song? Who was going to do the eulogy? Who was going to conduct the service? And the scripture says that all at once he woke up and got up. And that said to me that every closed eye is not sleep. And every still body is not dead. If you are alive, you need to let the devil know, I've taken your best shot. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm still standing. You may have knocked me down. You may have even knocked me out. Hallelujah. But I'm still here. It's a miracle that some of you are still here. Hallelujah. 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 This thing tried to take the breath out of me. Hallelujah. But I stayed strong. I held on. I want to pray. I want to pray. Because God wants to do the extraordinary for somebody else. We've got testimonies already of God having done extraordinary things. But God is not finished in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of whatever it is you're going through. Somebody is going to see the glory of God revealed in their lives. And so I want to pray. I want to pray this prayer. I want to pray over you and pray for you that God will keep you even in the midst of what you're going through. Hallelujah. Remember, it's important to allow God to keep you while you're in what you're in until he miraculously delivers you out of it. With bowed heads, Heavenly Father, we honor you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your goodness, for your loving kindness, your tender mercies. God, we honor you with our very lives. Realize, oh God, that it's in you that we live, we breathe, that we have our being. And somebody here, God, somebody that's watching, God, they're ripe and they're ready. God, for you to do the extraordinary, the miraculous in their lives. And it doesn't matter to you, God, what their condition is. When you get ready to bless, nobody can stop you. This man only had faith. And you said in your word that if we just have faith, size of a grain of mustard seed, God, we could say to the mountain, these ordinary people, hallelujah, that would... Uh, begin to employ a miraculous faith a fervent faith in prayer would enjoy witnessing the extraordinary out of God Lord we ask that you would show yourself strong God do for somebody today God what you did for this lame man hallelujah Oh, God, do something uh, so powerful, oh, God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, that they cease to never stop praising you 
in the name of Jesus to never stop giving you the glory. Hallelujah. To never, hallelujah, forget all of the things, God, that you've done for them. God, we thank you that you're an almighty God. We thank you, Lord, that you're a very present help in the time of trouble. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because you said in your word that we could come boldly before the throne of grace, obtain mercy, find grace to help in the time of need. God, we're not asking you to feel sorry for us. We're just asking you, oh God, to give us the faith to believe the impossible in the name of Jesus. God, permeate and penetrate the airwaves, every mind, every heart. God calls us to give you residence in the name of Jesus so that you might direct our lives in such a way, oh God, to where, oh God, we live in such a way that men are able to see the powerful work of Jesus Christ in our lives, that they might be encouraged and have faith to believe in you also. God, we thank you for this time. We thank you, oh God, for being Jehovah Jireh, the God uh, that continues to provide for us. Jehovah Rapha, the God that continues to keep healing us in every facet of our lives. God, we're careful to always give your name, the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' matchless name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, God, we give you praise in advance for it right now. Hallelujah. We give you the glory, God. We give you the honor. Hallelujah. Because there's nobody like you. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Would you remain standing for Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.